0: Minding your own business in Judaism. When is it important to just leave someone alone? And when must we personally get involved? So, being that today is the 9th of Av, which is actually the saddest day in the Jewish calendar, day commemorating the destruction of the Temple in Jerusalem, we have a story that we'll begin with, story connected to this day, and with a very powerful lesson on our topic of minding our own business. The story is about a Jew who had two one friend and one enemy with very similar names. The friend's name was Kamtsa, the enemy's name was Bar Kamta. This Jew was making a party and he told his servant please invite my friend Kamsa. Guess what? The servant made a mistake and invited Bar Kamta. Bar Kamta is the enemy. Bar Kamta gets an invitation and he thinks oh maybe this enemy of mine is is w- wanting to make up. Maybe I'll go to his party and we'll be friends again. Barcumta shows up at the party all happy. But this Jew who made the party was not expecting to see Barcumta there. He was expecting to see his good friend Kamsa And he was furious. He told Barcumta to go away. Barakamtso was very embarrassed. Barakamtso begged him, Please, can I stay? No. Please, I'll even pay for my meal. I'll pay for my food. Please. Absolutely not. Please, I'll even pay for the whole feast. Just don't embarrass me like this. No. Go away. Barakamtso had to go away very embarrassed. And fuming as well and he said all these rabbis who were at the party no one could have spoken up for me no one could have said something to stop this from happening i'm going to get back at them i will show them and he decided he's going to tell the roman emperor that the jews are rebelling against him that the Jews are angry at him and they're rebelling. He went to the Roman Emperor and told them, guess what, the Jews are rebelling against you. The Roman Emperor said, okay, let's see. The Roman Emperor sent the best calf to the temple in Jerusalem to see if the Jews would offer it up as a sacrifice. And on the way, Bar Kamsa made a blemish in this animal. Now, the Jewish people have a rule that they cannot offer up a blemished animal in the temple. They were not allowed to offer the the animal up. It didn't matter who was the one who gave the animal. It didn't matter where this animal came from. But this animal had a blemish on it now and it was not suitable to be given in the temple. They had to refuse it when the Roman Emperor heard that the Jews refused his animal. He thought that Barcampsia was right that the Jews are rebelling against him. And that was the beginning of the Romans causing the destruction of the temple. And a lot more destruction that happened around that time when the temple was destroyed. So this story is very well connected to today. It's a story of a mistake. Um, It's a story that reminds us how we don't want to be. And to learn how we should be. How we should be more forgiving. And we should be more accepting. And we should be more loving of one another. And definitely, definitely... This story reminds us how important it is not to remain silent when you see somebody else in trouble. So that was the introduction to today's class, to today's topic of minding our own business. Um, And we can see from the story how important it is sometimes that we do need to get involved. And... What problems it can cause if someone does stay silent, so when do we when do we definitely have to get involved? It says in the torah don't stand by your brother 's blood, which means don't stand by when somebody else is in danger. Um, so if someone is in danger, we have to stop what we 're doing and do everything we can to save a life. Definitely that. Um, there's definitely no such thing as letting it go if somebody's life is in danger. Um, and for example, a first aider, once they have that qualification, they feel a duty to, to use their first aid, first aid knowledge if they're in a situation where they have to. They will feel a duty to do the CPR even if they're on holiday, right? doesn't matter where they are. doesn't matter if they were in the middle of something very important. They'll drop what they're doing if they have this first aid qualification. And in a way, we all have a qualification. We all have a responsibility towards each other. We... Think about that that we all sh- should feel a duty to help when somebody else is in danger, like that first aid qualification. Um, this doesn't mean that it's always easy to help when someone's in danger, for example, if a friend wants to commit suicide and you know they made up their mind already and it might be a very good friend and if you try to stop them they might be angry at you for the rest of their life they might never talk to you again but you still did the right thing because you saved their life there could be nothing better than that nothing more special than that saving a life so it's not always about how good it feels to get involved sometimes it, it feels you know why should I be the one doing this, why why can't I just have a smooth, easy life, and everyone will be my friend, why should I get myself into trouble, and people are not going to like me because I stood up for what was right, because I tried to save someone, um, so it's not always easy to do the right thing, but it is important to do what's right. Um, this... This standing up for things and getting involved doesn't only apply when somebody's in danger. There's actually a line that says if someone was able to protest bad behavior and they didn't protest, then it's as if they did the wrong thing as well. It's as if they did that bad action as well. Um, just by remaining silent when we could have said something to stop it. Um, so that that also makes us feel a sense of responsibility to get involved when we see other people doing the wrong thing. We really want to stand up for what's right. Um, I'll share something interesting I read. It goes like this. First they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. This is also the difference between Noah and Abraham. Noah, at the time of the flood, was satisfied going into the ark, just him and his family, and watching the rest of the world be destroyed. Noah didn't protest when God told him that he's going to destroy the world with a flood. But Abraham, when Abraham was told that God is going to destroy The city of Sodom, which was a city full of evildoers. And God wasn't happy with their behavior. God wanted to destroy the city. Abraham protested again and again and again. Please, God, what if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Please, God, what if there are 40, 30, Um, and so on. Abraham kept protesting because... He w- he wasn't satisfied. He wasn't happy to watch other people. Suffer. Um, Likewise. If a person is going through a challenging time. We can. Try to accept it as much as possible. Um, between ourselves and God. We can try to understand. Or accept it. But. We should never accept when we see a friend going through a hard time. When we see a friend going through suffering, tragedies. Um, That's not up to us to accept. We should always be upset that somebody else is going through a hard time. And in the same way, we are allowed to ask a question about the holocaust how could it have happened how was this allowed to have happened we should be upset that it happened we should be upset that people have to go through suffering and tragedies there should never be something that makes us justify why a tragedy was allowed to happen um our our responsibility is to care about other people to be upset when they have a hard time and to do as much as we can to stop them having a hard time. And God is happy when his children care about each other. It's okay to say, why did this have to happen to somebody else? And in fact, Moses himself asked God, why did you treat this people badly? And Moses asked that question to God himself. And even though God answered him, This question remains in the Torah. It's written in the Torah permanently. Because it reminds us always that we're allowed to and we should care about each other when we see someone else going through a hard time. So let's learn to be like Abraham and worry about people and care about people and protest when someone else is suffering and let's try to take action when somebody else is in danger. Let's definitely not remain silent. Have a meaningful Tisha B'Av.